Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, this is Pat McAfee, and you're listening to the Complex Sports Podcast, a podcast hosted by three men who are incredibly entertaining. Their words are riveting. And if you're not listening to this, you're an absolute stooge. So be a friend, tell a friend. The Complex Sports Podcast is where it's at. Cheers. On this week's Complex Sports Podcast, Pat McAfee joins the show to talk about catfishing, WWE, his run in media, being Aaron Rodgers' best friend, and much more. Plus, the guys talk about some NBA and NFL draft stuff. Let's get to it. What up, what up, what up, everybody? It's a man shops, brand new episode of the Complex Sports Podcast. As always, I'm joined with Adam and Zion. Fellas, how are we doing this week? Delightful. Zion's oh, that's really cute, Adam, Pat. How are you doing? That's that's a really cute response there. I wouldn't say delightful, but you know, I'm here for another one, so let's get going. What you guys just like Mr. Melancholy Boys over here, just sad boys. You guys never have a good time. Never I literally fun? said delightful. What do you want me to say? I don't say? believe you. Your tone doesn't say delightful. <laughs> like, what do you Your want tone? me to say, bro? You know my outlook on life. It ain't, it ain't positive, so you ain't gonna yeah. get any sunshine from me. And we uh big episode this week. Pat McAfee on the show. We've been trying to get him for a while. Uh really fun conversation. Um, Adam, people are going to listen to the interview later and everybody's going to think that you've been catfished before. So not to have a big spoiler, but have you ever been catfished? I can confirm I have not been catfished. Um, no one's going to believe you after the interview. But Pat McAfee's story about getting catfished was a good one. And, uh, as you guys will listen, this is a really fun interview. One of the better ones we've done. I think recently we were all kind of hyped up after we got done taping this one. So, uh, you're in store for a good interview. And also Adam does get ducked on. I, I did listen back and I remember when he talks about beating up Adam. Oh, oh, he did say he would beat up Adam. Whatever. Keep him moving. I mean, he did say it. He did say in the it. Hypothetical, in the hypothetical media, uh, uh, you know, dungeon or cage match, I guess Pat McAfee would be the favorite right now. So, I mean, yeah, NFL player versus you. So, okay. Uh, he, uh, he, he should be bigger than I am. Yes. Okay. So, big show. Pat McAfee interview coming up a little bit later. It's a lot of fun. Like Adam said, we're all very hyped about it. It's, uh, I think, one of our better interviews. I thought it was a great time. He's awesome. Before we get to that, let's hit some news, hit some segments. Uh, I think big news right now, obviously, it's NFL Draft Week. That's going to take up a lot of the headlines. Big news I've seen. Julio Jones might get traded. It's a pretty big pretty big thing. Mac Jones or Trey Lance are oh, going oh, three. Let me, let me stop right there, there, Chops. Let me let, let me alert what? the audience that Chops will be at the NFL Draft in Cleveland. I will. I will. Oh, man. Oh, I will. Man. I, leave, I leave Wednesday. You, 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 do you realize how much you're fucking up my life right now? I'm literally mo- in the process of moving. The movers are You're going home to Cleveland. The movers You're are coming to get my shit. To Cleveland. The movers are coming to get my shit Wednesday morning. And then I have to go catch a flight because Zion nominated me to go to the draft. I didn't nominate you. Me. No, no. Number one, anybody who's listening to this podcast knows how much Tops loves Cleveland. The draft. I love is in Cleveland. Cleveland. I love Cleveland, and I'm excited. This is to go one to of the, the biggest moments week. of his life. He's probably going to shake right. Roger to get Goodell's hand on draft. I'm giving him a bear hug. We can hug. I'm giving Roger. I'm giving Big Roger a hug. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm giving him a hug and nasty. whispering 256 for 256 into his ear and thanking that's him nasty. for last season and not missing a game. That that's what's going to happen. All right, Zion, you have so many opinions about Mac Jones, Adam's favorite quarterback. What do you think about the new news, the rumors that – why, Adam, why are you shaking your head? Because uh, I know where you're going, but like, like, keep it moving. Let's hear you. You wore Zion's a Mac Jones now. jersey to the Masters. I saw you. That that cannot mm. that cannot be the that, that is the biggest false narrative uh, you've ever uttered on this podcast. There's no, like, cameras, oh, at, there's yep, no cameras there's no at cameras at Augusta. How do we know that you no cameras? My word versus I have I have Adam other witnesses. I can I can and I can a ask. Sixty percent chance that Chops is not lying. So you know. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. So Adam's favorite quarterback. Your polo was the color. Your polo was a crimson color, though, pal. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't even want to go there because that was a polo for 
Uh, R.I.P. One of my buddies. Uh, I'm not. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm all right. Not, all right. All right. All right. Now pivot, you're an asshole. Pivot, pivot, I'm not an asshole. Pivot, I was rude exactly. to the color whoa, of your patio. Whoa, not whoa. now. How do you feel pivot, now, Adam? Pivot. I feel fine. Feel so Mac <laughs> okay. Jones. I'm incredibly unbothered. <laughs> you know, back, back to Mac Jones and Adam's favorite quarterback. Just take it. Go ahead. Uh, he, Zion, my best friend Ian Rappaport reported that it's either Mac Jones or Trey Lance at number three. Justin Fields not an option for the 49ers. What are we thinking? Uh, mm, 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 mm. I don't know what y'all see in Mac Jones. I saw, we all saw the. Uh, you, who's the, y'all? Who's y'all? You, are, is Kyle Shanahan on this podcast? Who's y'all? Well, well, you you are a big Mac Jones stand. No, that's yeah, not a, As that, much as we joke about Adam, true. we. <laughs> Mac, uh, Chops is a big Mac Jones stand. And I don't see that's it. Not true. This man had the best talent at Alabama. Like, how hard is it to throw a dump pass to Devontae Smith? And Najee Harris and Jalen Waddle and all these guys he's had. Like, bro, why is this guy so hyped? Why? Well, if you want me to fight you on some of your points here, Young Zion, if you did a little research, you would know that Mac Jones Ooh. went down as one of the most accurate passes in college football history. But How hard is it to throw to these guys? They're wide Okay, open. but you still have to put I mean, the ball you into a catching film, window. It, it's not like they ran a lot of dump offs or anything. He, 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 he yeah, was a you, vision. You're, you're you're sh- you're shitting on him a little too hard here, pal. But it's okay. You're caping for your boy Justin Fields. It's okay. Oh, uh, I mean, it's uh, Justin Fields. Kind of, I think the epilepsy thing. Uh, number one, I hope he, that's all, he's he's all right and that doesn't uh, come come back. I hope he overcomes that. But I think that hurts him a little bit. I think he is. Is that hurt. what's hurting him? I I feel like I feel like I I feel like we don't know. Like it's like it's like no one wants to say why. I don't get take. it. I don't know why. I don't know why he's dropped. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't I feel like it's an Ohio State thing more than anything, right? Is, is then why the is it Mac Jones following? I mean, what, yeah, the Alabama QB Alabama stigma is the same QB. thing. You're right. You're right. No, you're, you're you're completely right. And then you have Trey Lance, who might be good, but Trey Lance threw 300 passes in college. Do you guys realize how low that is? Yep. And he played, he played one game. One game. He played one, he, game, he played season, one yeah. game, and he wasn't very good in it. I, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Well, no, no. I, I can counter you right here. I mean, all the draft experts have said that even though this is going to be, we're going to have quarterbacks taking the first three picks. Definitively, it seems like who knows maybe for the first before. time for, for like the first time in like a while since yeah, nineteen ninety nine. I think it's not that deep of a quarterback class. I mean, shit. You have plenty of draft prognosticators, including Mel Kiper Jr., saying that if Sam Darnold was in this draft, he'd be the number two quarterback taken. So, how deep is this quarterback class? It ain't that deep. I mean, what the odds of the uh, when you when five quarterbacks get taken in the first round, last time we saw was two thousand eighteen. You're only going to have two, maybe three of these quarterbacks be good. Two thousand eighteen, three of them are I think good. I saw the stat. The stat I saw, I think uh, ESPN put up a while ago, was that ten of the last thirty quarterbacks taken in the first round draft have ended their career with more touchdown passes than interceptions. You have yeah. basically a maybe 50% chance of hitting on a decent quarterback in the first round. These teams are just so enamored with, we got to take a quarterback, we got to take a quarterback, we got to take a quarterback, that that, that they just, they, they, they're going to take quarterback. Like, but, even but the Jets and Zach too, Wilson. Chops. Zach Wilson, do you, Adam, I, I know you're not the biggest Zach Wilson guy. Do you realize he had to beat out another guy before this season started to get the starting job at BYU? Uh, he's he's made. I mean, his his rise has been you know legit, and he put in a lot of work. I mean, he, there's all these stories now. The 10 hour car rides he would take to California during the pandemic to work with a quarterback coach, and he was doing DoorDash deliveries to make some cash on the side. Um, but he was doing DoorDash one, deliveries. His uncle yeah, he was doing, founded JetBlue Airlines. Why well, is he doing DoorDash? The, the inheritance didn't hit yet, so he had to he had to scrape for some you, cash. What about inheritance? You can't get a little side cash from from he uncle. Didn't ask, he didn't ask for an advance from his uncle yet. He was doing he was doing it on his own. So when he was in California, are you serious? He was doing DoorDash. Yes, all the stories in the New York papers about mm, Zach Wilson. I don't believe it. I do not call it. Go, go read, go read this weekend's New York Post. I don't care man. what it says. I do not believe that Zach Wilson was actually doing DoorDash. It might be a PR okay. stunt. PR stunt, yep. Yeah, it, like it was Shaq drove Uber once, yeah. It's been in publications that he was doing DoorDash deliveries when he was in college. I don't believe it. His but the point I wanted to get to, Jet Chops, Blue. the point I wanted to get to, which we discussed in our ride down to the Masters, was that I think a lot of the times now with these GMs drafting quarterbacks, what does it do? It just gives them job security and time to further elongate their timeline in their jobs. 
So it's like if you pick a young quarterback, then you get guaranteed three or four years to, you know, at least see if it works out and you get a little bit more job security than you would if you hung on to, in Joe Douglas's case, Sam Darnold. So. Yeah, why not? Why not go all in for a young quarterback and give yourself four or five more years in the job? You guys realize Thursday ends with the or not ends with, but the Patriots are getting Justin Fields. It's going to somehow work out to that, right? We all are we all aware that I that's going to happen? Uh no, I'm not going to agree that's going to happen. Hey, I will say if why? Justin Fields falls to number eleven, if Justin Fields falls Gettleman to number eleven, that. Gettleman ain't taking Gettleman the New York Football Giants have to draft him. They have I thought to. you were all in on Danny He's Dons, probably not man. even on Gettleman's board. Because he doesn't expect him to be there. That's <laughs> I no no. Let's let's go back to let, let's go back to our the, the key points here. You you're already off the Danny Dimes bandwagon, young Zion. Yeah, he's been off. He just doesn't like to admit it. He hates yeah. Danny Dimes. I, I mean oh, he's okay. all right. We'll give him oh, a, oh, you <laughs> should see my text, Adam. You should see my text. He's still better than Baker. He's no, he's not. No, better he's not. than Baker Mayfield. You are such a fucking liar. It's crazy. But he's. I'm going to call you out on this because you know how many people hit me up last week saying, "How'd you let Zion just talk shit about Skip and Nick Wright like that?" You know what, Zion? Nick you, Wright. They are right. People, people yeah. are backing Nick Wright. P- yes, Zion. You were out of fucking. Oh my! Last Nick, week, Nick Wright is a certified scrub. Nick, we should get Nick Wright on the podcast. We need to get we we need to get Nick Wright on the podcast, man, because. That's He'll do actual, it. I'll hit him up. That's actually a guy I have smoke for because that guy is <laughs> nonsense. You're, this guy get gets paid get him so Call Nick Wright. Much. Get him on for next week. He gets getting, paid I'm getting so Nick much. Right. I'll get Nick Wright on the podcast. You were, you were. I, I want to see the smoke because every time Zion says he has smoke for somebody, nah, because Nick Wright is actually this, like this guy is actually. <laughs> I can't even say the words because this. I like to be family friendly, but you know what he does with LeBron you James like to be family is friendly. nasty. Like it's straight nasty, All right. bro. We need we need Nick Wright on the podcast. This is this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Zion's a wild one. Zion's out of pocket. You, you, this man, I can't believe people di- are defending Nick Wright. I've never They're, seen well, that they before. Say, they say you're grimy. They say you're you're just taking shots at people. Nah, Nick Wright, we, we got smoke, buddy. Get Nick Wright on the podcast. I I that, can't. That can be arranged. Oh. That can be arranged. Uh, before we get to a segment, uh, did Fernando Tatis Jr. and Trevor Bauer, did they save baseball? No. I watched no, last night. Padres, the Dodgers I watched Padres, last night. Uh, series was excellent again. So, Oh, scrap that. The Yankees obliterated the Indians this weekend, though. That was who, most important. Who cares? Yeah, you still haven't no, paid your bet. No, that's not bet. most important. That, you still haven't paid your bet. Be serious here. Are you, are you saying, Zion, as someone who's on social, do you think – you don't think that Tatis Bauer did anything for baseball in the popularity right now? For the baseball? I think it did. I that, think it did. It may be a slight, slight, slight increase, but for baseball, they need something like that from the Yankees. I, I hate to say it, but it's like if the Yankees are doing homer. that. You're such a homer. Uh, no, because it's reality. Listen, I haven't been watching baseball as much this year, partly because the Nets are Because the Yankees great. suck. That's why. Yes. Because when the Yankees suck, baseball sucks. Let's just be real. If the Yankees suck, baseball sucks. Adam, you're a baseball purist. You don't believe this. What Young Zion's saying? If yeah. the Yankees suck, the baseball is not as entertaining from the global. From, okay, well, from the, the Yankees, the Yankees have only missed the playoff one playoffs one time since basically 1993. Exactly. So their their sucking is few and far between. Um, I don't quite agree with Young Zion here, but, but again, I like baseball more than than the two of you. But to your original point, Chops, it's a hell of a lot of fun watching Tatis mock Trevor Bauer and Bauer being all it's about fun. it. And then also going back and forth with each other about potentially taking a quick little peek at where the catcher's setting up. And Tatis did get caught doing that. I wish Bauer would have actually thrown inside of him and that at bat. But it was fucking awesome to see Tatis smoke a pitch on the outside part of the plate, basically in the other batter's box, go deep, and then do the little Conor McGregor, Trevor Bauer taunt. And Bauer was all about it. This is great for baseball. We want more bat flips. We want more taunting. We want more personality. Yeah, I, I think Young Zion, though, is correct that if more of the Yankees did this, if they had more... They're, but the Yankees, Yankees don't always, have the Yankees don't have anybody cool on their whole team. The whole team is they just, do, just but like the, but nobody's. the culture within the clubhouse and with the organization is to be business. Yeah, to be class. You do have guys that have personalities. Well, they're not encouraged to show it. Well, okay, so we just don't know it then. But like, I think this is good for baseball. This made me tune in Sunday night. I, I was like, great. you know what? It's I need awesome. to watch. I need to watch. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're not playing again until June, and then they don't play again until August and September. But uh, it's Bauer, fun. I'm it's Bauer. fun. Dodgers Padres is going to be must watch TV at the end of the season. 
It's fun. It's fun. Of course, Zion would bring it. And all for the memes always. that they're creating, where we had Tatis putting up a picture. They of need him to lean into it. Baby. They need to lean Trevor into Bauer. it. They need to lean into it. If anybody and I like Trevor Bauer doing a tucking the sword away when he was striking out Padres. Also, that was all, this is all good shit. More more antics it, in baseball. If anybody from Major League Baseball is listening, lean into this. It it will be better for your sport. All right, text thread Tuesday <laughs> segment. First segment. Again, we have Pat McAfee on the show. Very fun interview coming up in a little bit. We only have one text read Tuesday uh, topic this week, and I just gonna I'm just gonna leave it to you guys. Knicks and Nets. Every time the Knicks win, now they 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 start chanting. Uh, what, what are they chanting, Zion, in the in the streets of outside Madison Square after, Garden? After the Knicks, they were they were, ch- they were chanting after the Nets after after beating the Raptors. After beating the Raptors, so so Knicks fans are are taking a lot of pride in the, uh, they're not they're, they're on a win streak. The Knicks are very their Knicks are good this year. They're obviously I don't think on the Nets level, but Knicks fans are going at Nets fans a lot. Some people, some would argue, even care. Some, some would argue that they're more focused on the Nets than actually the team winning. I, yes. I won't comment. It's fact. Adam, we have a Knicks fan. We have a Nets fan. Who is who actually runs New York City and our Knicks? No, no, fans no! Don't too. even start. The argument should not even be that because that's it's not even an argument. That though. is argument. that is the biggest. But, okay, problem. okay. How about this? How about uh, go Zion? Oh, uh, go the, Zion. Go. That that is the biggest problem. People think that Nets fans care that the Knicks are the most popular team in New York. We do not care. We have never cared. We are going to be playing in July. That's what we care about. We don't even concern ourselves with the Knicks. I a hundred percent. Even if the Knicks, that's cool that the Knicks are good. I'm happy for them. That's great. But the fact that Knicks fans are chanting about the Nets when your team is having one of the most successful seasons you've had in the past 10 years, there's a problem with that. That's Do pathetic. Knicks fans need to get over it? Do Knicks fans need to get over this, Adam? What do you think? No, Knicks fans don't need to get over it because it's been so abysmal for the past 20 years that you take. But why not focus on the winning that the Knicks are doing then? Why are you focusing on the Nets? I think Knicks fans in general are ecstatic over this. I mean, this is a surprise team. This is a bigger surprise than the team in 2013. So there's a lot of reasons to be hyped about it. But that being said, when little brother is having an incredible season across the river. Don't even do that. Don't don't do little brother. No, 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 no. no. Do not do little brother. Excuse me, pal. How long have the Nets been? We literally have more success than the Knicks the past 20 years. Yeah, in Jersey. In Jersey, <laughs> fucking in Jersey, Brooklyn, pal. If you take okay. A, if you take a record in Brooklyn and Jersey, in the goddamn Brendan Burns. All right, which all right, all right. right. So, so the question is: the Knicks are having so much success. There's so much hype around them. Why is so much energy focused on the Nets and Nets fans? That's my question. Because you're gonna to have to go through them to have the ultimate season. I don't think so, that's what? it. And also, no, 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 no. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna, I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm gonna also say this too. These two teams have obviously had uh, bouts of success at differing times. And never, maybe for one year, have these two teams been kind of relevant or winning in, you know, in the top half level of the Eastern Conference standings. So it's a different, it's a different level of hype and excitement this year for a potential playoff showdown. And the city is, I think, really desperate to have a good basketball rivalry develop, which hasn't been the case since the Nets have moved to Brooklyn, which is what, a decade ago now? Um, So yeah, it's like, I think fans on both sides would love to see a legitimate, legitimate rivalry developing the two of them, which hasn't been the case since Brooklyn came on board. This is crazy because... I think Knicks fans are just so... I I don't know. I think think you should focus... The focus should be on the Knicks. They're winning. Why would you focus on the Nets? I don't understand. There's a problem too. They think it's a... It is a rivalry just for location standpoints, but the the Knicks number one they they got swept by the Nets this year. Let's, let's not forget that they got swept by the Nets, and the Nets weren't even healthy. Okay, close point. games, close games. The Nets were not they healthy were at any point. The big three did not play together. Any the Knicks, the Nets are context. never going to be healthy. I think um, we should just say that. Um, and the fact now I'm blanking. <laughs> now I just now I just blank that because well, your point sucked clearly. No, 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 no. Yeah, if you blanking on your point, pal, it wasn't that strong. Yeah, I'm just I, I mean, I think my overall point is my overall point is the Knicks are are this is the best Knicks team since two thousand thirteen and it's more of a surprise, like Adam said. Oh, oh, oh. back, back, back to team. Papa, I just got it, I just got it. Sorry to cut you off. Okay. The the Knicks aren't even our rival right now. The Sixers have been our rival for the past like five years. Like that's that's actual a Nets rival, and that's actually a team 
that I'm worried about. Like I have to think about I'm watching them every game because I want them to lose. The Knicks are on our rival right now. The Sixers have been relevant for the past five seasons. Exactly. Why are Knicks fans so concerned with us? We're concerned with the Sixers, not, not, not the Knicks. Why? I don't know. I think that's a good question. I think that's a good question. That's fine. You can put. It. I don't think I, you're, you're you portray. There's chance any Knicks outside fan. of Madison Square Garden after win saying fuck the Nets. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's fine. Well, you know the Nets. After they didn't play the Nets, they played the. Raptors. I know, I know. But the Nets have obviously garnered way more headlines for a million different reasons this year than the Knicks have, despite the Knicks having a the most surprising season in the NBA, maybe other than the Suns. Um, so yes, Knicks fans probably, I think for the most part, the majority of them aren't that obsessed with the Nets. Just the ones on social media apparently are. Um, but so you're, you're, going back to my original, a, a, loud, a loud minority, minority. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Extra loud minority. So, but I okay. mean, okay. I would say, I would just say that there is a appetite and a healthy want for this rivalry to really start popping. Young Zion, you pointed about the Sixers being more of a rival than the Knicks is legitimate because again, the Knicks have been fucking irrelevant up until uh, this, this season for the past, you know, seven, eight years. No, I think it's very clear. We need a playoff series. We need a playoff series. The city of New York needs this playoff. Series. I, That's all. It is. And you know what? The Nets, the Nets will probably win in five games. It's, it's, Nets, hey, and it's lose, lose. No, it's lose, lose for Zion. It is lose, lose. Because if they drop one game, Knicks fans will hang a banner. No, no, that no. banner is going it's up lose, in MSG. It's lose, lose. Regardless, <laughs> we can win every game by thirty, and Knicks fans will say, will still say, "Well, you had three stupid stars. What are you supposed uh, to?" The do? Nets can't. What yeah, are you the supposed Nets can't to get do? Anything. But Zion, if the Nets dropped one of those games. Uh, I just it it it's lose lose for the Nets. Also, full transparency here, pal. You know that if you're allowed to have full capacity at Barclays Center, over half of that goddamn arena will be filled with Knicks fans, as always is the case when those two teams play. That's true. And we'd still win the game. But it's sad. (laughs) It's sad that the Nets only have a dozen real fans. Zion, how many Nets fans are there? Give me an estimate of how many Nets like how many real Nets fans are there? Give me an estimate. There was a lot of real Nets fans. Is it like five hundred thousand people? How many people are Nets? Fans? I don't know the number. No. I, I don't know. I, know. I don't know a typical number. I need a number. Is it a no, million no, no, people? No. Are there a we're, million we're, Nets fans? We are middle of the pack in the NBA in terms of stable fan base. Middle of the pack. How do we? How do you? Where'd you pull that? Yeah, from? where are your you metrics? Know? Middle of the now. pack. And now at this point, you know, because just like people, no, just we're not warriors. counting now. We're nah, not counting nah, now because nah, you got to count the KD now. fanboys, the Kyrie nah, fanboys. That doesn't count. Those count now. Those count now. I see. I saw. A, I've seen disgusting acts on Twitter of lifelong Nets fans becoming Nets fan, Knicks fans becoming Nets fans this year. That is disgusting mm. behavior. Let's just put that out there. Jasmine, our producer, says he saw a Nets fan in Hawaii last week. Yes, they exist. Okay, they no, do. that is a new Nets fan. There is no way that that no, is an old a Nets, Nets fan. fan I want to know fan. how many Nets fans there were of the team before they signed Ka- Kyrie and Katie. That's what I want to know, Zion. That's uh, what I want. We know. are here. It doesn't matter. Because when we win the title, everybody's going to Oh, now you're winning the title. You were 4 out of 10 on confidence last week, which I got more texts about. Literally, people were like, how is Zion only a 4 out of 10 confidence that you can win the title this year? That is ridiculous. Because because I saw – did you see what they did to the Suns yesterday? Did you see what they did to the Suns yesterday? KD came off the bench, dropped 33 in 28 minutes after missing – So how are you a 4 out of 10? How are you a 4 out of 10? What do you mean? Four out of ten. You That's said you four said, out of ten of worried, of being worried. Oh, uh, was it worried? Yeah, it was confidence? being worried. It was worried. Adam, is that correct? Uh, I, I get, once again, the waffle. It was not the waffle. No, no, habitual waffle. No, it was four out of ten. You asked me how worried I was. Waffle. I said four out of ten. I don't. We're gonna have to fact check that. Highly one. listen, uh, Jasmine. Rewind that. That that was definitely four out of ten. I wouldn't say four out of ten confidence. <laughs> Come on, bro. You were also you denying the better. fact that we're your team. Need to fact you, check that one. No, you were also denying the fact that your team is clearly the odds-on favorite that, yeah, in Vegas. He doesn't other want to books. call them the favorite. Yeah. That's it. No, no they're, they're, they're the favorites. favorites. Uh, they are. LeBron is they're back this week. The they're literally back. the favorites oh, in every book in the world. He's deflecting. The favorites. I texted you the goddamn visual evidence that they were favored. Watch basketball, not Vegas. I you know, I saw someone called Zion a casual on a text thread. We, a, a complex employee who won't be named. He, he called Zion a casual. Who? Which complex? Uh, Angel called you a, a casual. Angel, Angel's the biggest. <laughs> let me not let me not get an Angel because we just got an Angel today. But Angel knows what it is, man. Come on. Man. All right, let's get to our Pat McAfee interview where we actually do Clown of the Week with him. A lot of fun. Just a totally awesome interview conversation. Let's get to it. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pat McAfee, Complex Sports Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, new announcer, WWE SmackDown Friday nights. Huge. You were up to something, Pat. You told us you were up to something. How do you feel? You're going into week two right now. How do you feel? Chops. First of all, I wish I had a friend with the nickname Chops. It is a beautiful name. Zion also on the call. Pumped about that. Never spoke to a Zion before. I only knew of one. Here's another. This is a dream come true. And Adam, I apologize. Know a lot of Adams. Talk to a lot of Adams. I understand. I apologize, but I just want to let you know I'm pumped to talk to you as well. It's okay. Uh, there's there's plenty of white Adams out there, so it's all good. Yeah, bland white Adam, please. Uh, I'm pretty pale, is- so it's all it's all good, man. We're we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> okay, good. I can't see it because this is just an audio thing for me, but I I do appreciate uh, you guys having me on here and chit chatting. I was up to something, and to be honest, chops. Thanks for following along. First of all, that was very cool of you. But uh, to I'm be honest, big, I'm a big fan. I'm uh, a big fan. Chops, I appreciate that, man. I'm a big fan of yours as well. Let's start that right now. Can- if your name's Chops and you're well, a fan of mine, I assume I'm a fan of yours as well. So, Chops, I'm a big fan of yours. Um, can, can I say one thing? One yeah. thing, real quick. I was one of the two people that tweeted you, and I saw AJ at the Masters wandering around. You were at, you got invited to the Masters, Chops? I, I didn't know. <laughs> hey, I did not know somebody named Chops could be invited to the to the Masters. Let's go, dude! You got on Augusta. We Adam and I snuck in. They let we 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 got through protocol. He had to give his government name, so that's why he that's why he got through the yeah. gates. Man, yeah. I don't think they would ever let me even in the area down there. But AJ got in, obviously. You saw his ashes meandering around. I, Why didn't you say hello? He was lost. I, he had no friends. I lo- well, I lost my group too, so I was kind of wandering around, and I saw him, and I was he was just wandering around. Yeah, it was it was a lot going on. Well, okay. Well, I wish you would have said hello. He had six hours of him and his thoughts, and that's never good for anybody because Augusta <laughs> is like nineteen twenty five, and you're not allowed to have your phone on you, which I've heard is actually a nice thing for some people. Whatever. Uh, congrats to you, yeah. Chops, getting on the Masters, though. That's incredibly dope. Um, for for the up to something thing, though, when WWE had reached back out to me after the uh, TakeOver appearances, mm-hmm. whether it was TakeOver 30 or the War Games, we didn't really know what to expect going forward. Like, we didn't have any plans. We had no idea how it was going to go. We were both confident that it was going to go well, but we weren't really sure Obviously, I have my show, I have my business, I have employees, I have employees' families that I have to look after, and uh, I feel a lot of responsibility and honor to be able to do that alongside my friends. So, you know, everything schedule-wise has to make sense whenever we're thinking, like, potential uh, business-wise for me and everything I got going on. And the WWE has always been incredibly nice about that. Now, I Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's normal for them to do that. I don't know if this is what other people would say. But for me, they were like, hey, we want to do something. How do we make it work? We want to do something. How do we make it work? And it wasn't until very late in the game that becoming the SmackDown commentator was actually what we landed upon. And the ability to get on SmackDown, work with Michael Cole, and potentially work with Vince McMahon, a self-made billionaire who has changed the entire world. It It felt like everything was... I just kind of a dream come true, and I'm feeling good going into week two, Chops. You got Vince in your announcement video. That is rare. I know. You should. Hey, I made the ask. You should have. When I made the ask, uh, I had to 
you know, I had to dance with it a little bit. I was, you know, we could get some people to say something that uh, maybe we're thinking, you know, like, I don't know, like Vince McMahon maybe would say. And everybody was like, whoa, I, we'll run it by him. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I get it, I get it. If not Vince, then we'll go to somebody else. And then I guess they ran the idea by him. And uh, I got a text back from, I think it was Michael Cole. And this was, by the way, this is like shot clocks coming down. It's it's coming very yeah. close. And he's like, uh Hey, Vince is going to do the video. I was like, you got to be shitting me. I was so pumped about it, uh, especially off the, you know, the you're fired era uh, where he would scream at him saying you're hired. It just seemed like a uh, it seemed like a cool thing. I've been very lucky and I, I didn't get to work with Vince on Friday. I think this week will be the first time I get to do it. And I just can't wait to hear uh, just an absolute icon of a human's brain potentially spill out into my ear live on TV. It should be a blast. That's amazing. I can't. I mean, you, you're a little hard on yourself after week one, though. Chops. I saw. Chops. Listen, OK, I, I had like there wasn't much time for me to find out that I was going to be a commentator, let alone on SmackDown. So I like to do my due diligence on things like I like to be prepared. I like to, yeah. you know, I like to train. I like to train in the dark. So when the lights come on, people get a chance to see like and it's for a lot of things that I do, you know, like. I get a chance in this yeah. dumb, dumb life to do some really cool things. And it's always like kind of spur of the moment. But I feel like I've been preparing for a lot of things that I've been able to do kind of behind the scenes for a long, long time. Commentating never. So I think like <laughs> listening back, I I got a chance to hear myself while I was doing the show. I was like, ah, I could have done this better. I could have done this better. So I think that's why you heard the negativity is because I feel like I have a pretty high ceiling and I'm nowhere near it. I'm ready to go chops, but I appreciate the, uh, never, the compliment there. Never satisfied. You, you know, you're always trying to, trying to bring the bar higher. We, we appreciate that. That's what we all strive for. Well, that's what complex sports is all about. I mean, Zion's not getting involved <laughs> with something. If it's not going right to the moon, ain't that right? Zion. Yeah, that's a fact. That's hundred percent. See, 100%. see, I had that, I had that feeling. Zion. I feel like you're just a world conqueror. You dominate. If your name's Zion, <laughs> As soon as you arrive somewhere, there is pressure upon you, and you have handled it incredibly well your entire life. I'd assume this show is only on its way to the moon, pal. Yeah, yeah, Pat, Pat, listen to this. Young Zion, a Duke fan. How about that? Hmm. I'll tell you what. I was a Duke fan, too, when Zion Williamson was there. I mean, who? <laughs> he, he, I mean, it's easy to be a Duke fan when Zion was there now. A lot of other Duke teams potentially tough to root for due to insufferability levels, but uh, I can that, that, that that's come off recently though. Recently, it's it's been likable Duke teams. I agree. Hey, Except I completely I completely agree. And Coach K has forgotten how to coach too. So it's like you know, like you oh, get likable teams, you get a coach that forgets how to <laughs> coach. It's like at some time it's going to have to come that. together. You know what I mean? The Cameron Crazies are going to come together and go crazy, crazy. <laughs> Oh, man, don't do that, man. Don't do that to Coach K. Zion, you didn't deserve that. Zion, you nor Coach K deserved it. I did that just to stir the pot. But um, I, I'm sure when Zion Williamson decided to go to Duke, that had to be a glorious day for all Duke fans, let alone Duke fans named Zion. That had to be a perfect day. Yep, yep. It, it was one of the best moments as a Duke fan, for sure. Hey, Adam, I know you've seen this. Zion's been dunking on um, – and I said this in my intro of Zion Williamson for the New Orleans Pelicans, but because it's real, I feel like I've known Zion yeah. Williamson for like 15 years, strictly from him dunking on young little Adams on the internet, basically since he's like 10 years old. <laughs> Very accurate. Incredibly accurate. I mean, he's been dunking on the pale white boys since we've, you know, basically we can remember. So yes, Zion Williamson has been around for what feels like forever. And let's hope to God that his body holds up and doesn't break down like Greg Oden. Hey, listen, oh, it's not going man. to. He's only getting I'm old. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying I hope. I hope. Hey, hater alert. Hater Adam, alert. Adam, quick question I have for you. And I wish I could see you guys so I could be a part of this conversation a little bit better. I apologize. I am driving. Let's be safe out here. You're Adam, good, were, you, were you one of the guys that because we have seen Zion for so long just dunk on everybody in high school? Did you think he wasn't going to work at Duke? Did you think his game maybe wouldn't translate? And then did you also then again believe it wouldn't translate to the NBA? No, I was not Mike Francesa. Okay, I I believe that okay. I believe that Zion Williamson right. was incredible athleticism, which translates somehow. He is a little top heavy. I am worried about the knees long term. Whoa. But he, I mean, listen, the domination <laughs> against the white boys in high school is one thing, but he showed it in college and he's showing in the NBA, and he's the most fun player arguably right now to watch in the NBA. I just hope to God that he stays together in one piece. 
Me too. I will say, Chops was the one. Chops no, was the one that doubted. No, no, no. we always bring this up. Going, especially when you saw him in Summer League, you're like, I don't know about this kid. And I worry about the jumper a little bit, Pat. Chops, you no, were doubting. He was doubting. He was doubting. <laughs> Chops can't have it. Can't have you doubting Zion like that. Now I will be. To be fair oh, to Chops, I felt like the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, New Orleans Pelicans were also doubting Zion there last year with the time restriction, the limit. They weren't let him start. Yeah. He, was, he was only getting introduced yeah. like second. That's how I actually got down there is because I was mocking them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was mocking them like they're on national TV and you're going to introduce this dude second. Like he he's the reason you're on national TV yeah. right now. Let's not get this twisted at all. Like <laughs> you move in. They're like, well, we don't want to put too much pressure on him. Then they're putting like a pitch count on him. Like he can only be in there for four minutes a quarter. It's like, who says this? Has he come out and say that? Like, oh, we're looking out for him. It's like this year, put his ass out there. He's never going to miss. He's dominating people in the paint. Yeah. I, I do believe he's going to have to, you know, probably transform his body a little bit. LeBron had to do that as well. Uh, but man, I'm pumped for mm-hmm. Zion. I can't wait to buy the Zion ones coming out tomorrow. There, oh, they're out already. There we go. Yeah. No. No, the new shoes Friday. are out. Are they? The the, the pictures. Oh, uh, maybe the pictures are out. Right? Maybe you're right. Maybe they're yeah, dropping in, in a day or two, or, or by the time this podcast comes out. Yeah. Adam, I was about Don't to say, scare Pat like that. I was about to say, look at Adam. Got the connect. Got the plug coming out early. <laughs> I get some hookups, but I'm not getting that hookup. <laughs> Adam gets the Adidas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Adidas will send me shit. Jordan stopped sending me shit a while ago. Adidas has been making a play, I think, lately. Well. Speaking of that, Pat, what's it like being Aaron Rodgers' best friend? Okay, great question. Um, I don't know if I'm his best friend, but man, it it is nice that we have a good friendship, though. You know what I mean? And it's it started on Twitter as any good relationship. It started on Twitter. He followed yeah. me way back when I was, uh, you know, still punting but young in my Twitter game. I remember him being one of the biggest people to ever follow me on Twitter. At one point, I was super pumped about it. It might have been when I was around like. Maybe a hundred thousand followers or like eighty thousand followers, and that was back when I kept. I saw every person that followed me. I answered everybody that tweeted me. I was loyal to the game of Twitter. I I, I absolutely love Twitter. So as soon as I saw him follow me, I was like, oh no no okay now I just got his number now. Like, do I follow him now? Do I? So I waited like a week to follow him back, and then for like a year or so, there was no real interaction. I think he just kind of followed along. I had forgot, actually, that he was following me. I, you know, it wasn't like something I thought about, and then all of a sudden, I got like a, maybe a tweet or a retweet from him, and I was like, my guy, and then we happened to play against each other a year later, got a chance to like chat with each other, uh, introduce each other, and uh, I obviously went up to him and said I was a massive fan. So we've always had this kind of fanhood of each other. Not, I'm not, I was a much bigger fan of his, obviously, than he was of me. But we've kind of always known each other via the Internet. Now that we're getting to know each other a little bit better, it is uh, incredibly cool. And I, I'm at the point where I still have a lot of questions for him, and I think a lot of people do. So I think that's why it has been such mm-hmm. a uh, cool thing uh, for everybody to kind of witness, myself included. I, I absolutely I love it. And just this goes back to me saying, I have the dumbest life of all time. It makes no sense. <laughs> but will you be in the wedding party? No. Oh, not, yes. Uh-oh. There's no way. <laughs> You're not there's no way. I just, I mean, I would be good for the wedding party. I think everybody understands that too. Like, I'm probably you could a give good, a great best man speech. Holy shit. I've given So, there's been a couple of weddings I've been at or in where I wasn't the best man, where I was actually requested to give a speech. So, and you stole the show I, from the best man. Well, the issue is it's actually you're stealing the show from the bride. So, that is the uh, person that hates yeah. you. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's actually, it's a, I don't want to say it's a gift and a curse, uh, but it is a gift and a curse to be able to deliver uh, a promo at any wedding at any given moment. And it is <laughs> a good time. You know, I'm, I'm bad about 500 with weddings that I've spoken at that have not got divorced yet, you know? So that's good. I'm only 33 years old, and a lot of the people around me are not that old either. So not that high of a success rate. You wouldn't be the you wouldn't be the most famous person at that wedding, though. You'd be like maybe like, you know, fifth, sixth, or seventh. Wait, we don't need to take shots of Pat here. Let's, let's, no, I'd nice. probably – no, no, no. Hey, you could take shots of Pat. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is up there in uh, bourgeoisie, pal. That is. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine there's some heavy hitters going to that wedding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And by the way, that's why 
me on the microphone is good because it's like dance clown, you know, like for all the, for all the people that are up there, you know? So maybe that is how I get invited actually is because it's like dinner with the schmucks almost, you know what I mean? Good strategy. Well, you're talking about cutting promos when, I mean, I, the question everybody has, when are we going to see you back in the ring? Obviously you're doing the comment commentator thing, SmackDown. Amazing. But are we going to see you back in the ring? You know, the commentating angle is an easy one to start a run with, you know, very, very simple. It is. It is very, very simple. It and when, is. and when done right, by the way, awesome, you know, yeah. like, absolutely awesome. But with that being said, I was so sore after takeover 30 and war games. So, so sore. Like I, I, I got a chance to find out, do I think I could have done this full time if I would have committed to it instead of going to college to kick footballs? And the answer is still, I don't know, because I'm not sure if my body would ever have been tough enough to go through that entire thing. By the way, shout out to the old reality show, Tough Enough. So I think um, yep. I would definitely love to get a, a documented win. You know, that'd be good to get a dub under my belt at some point. <laughs> but I'm not 100% yeah. sure what all my body could or could not handle if we were to have a real run, if that makes sense to a wrestling fan that's listening. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What what's the training like when you see guys training? Obviously, you've seen NFL guys training. Is there similarities or is there differences? Is it just so much more intense because it's three sixty five? Physically, you mean? don't have a break, you know? Yeah, yeah, physically, yeah, like the physical toll. Yeah, it's just you're working different muscles. You know, NFL everything, every sport that I've ever been involved in, and now granted, not my position as punter. But every sport I've ever been in, soccer, uh, football, obviously, any sport, basketball even, you know, speed is good. Speed kills. Like being fast is an absolute weapon. Now, I'm not saying being explosive isn't a good thing in uh, wrestling, which it is. You have to be explosive. You have to have a a very beautiful, uh, you know, ability to tell a story to. There's a lot of different things that go into it that aren't just physical, but speed is not that important. Like being fast is, is yeah. actually kind of hurt, you know? So it's, it's the ability, yeah. it's, it's just a very different mental mindset training. It's just, it, it is vastly different, but I think the body, it, people are choosing different ways to kind of take care of their body nowadays anyway. So I think it's similar to some NFL guys, the way they would train or build their bodies up and all that. Um, but the mental stuff is just so much different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, speaking of the NFL, I mean, the recent talk today has been kind of uh, around the single-digit number uh, change rule with the NFL. Tom Brady spoke out. Um, I think you're uh, you're on Tom Brady's side. What are your thoughts on the single-digits single now with uh, the players? Uh, first of all, the single-digit rule is terrible for punters and kickers everywhere. They're about to get deboed out of their numbers at a rap, <laughs> at a rampant rate. I mean, that is going to happen. You know, that is just – there's always ricochet shots for every new rule, and this, I think that is going to be one of them. But um, I enjoy the thought of guys feeling much better about their swag if they have a single digit and they look better. Okay. okay see. I, no, 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 Zion, hold on. If Tom Brady hates it, though, greatest of all time, I hate it too, Zion. It's hard for me not to think. Like, nah. Yeah, if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady doesn't, nah. yeah, he listens, Zion. We're one tweet from Aaron Rodgers away saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't like it for me turning fully against this single digit thing. If Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers hate it, I hate it. But uh, I think it'll be, I think I, I like any time, you know, I enjoy my favorite players football growing up uh, were Randy Moss, Deion Sanders. I like, and I like entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like I enjoy swag. I enjoy confidence. And I think single digits add that to the game immensely. I think both, you know, maybe it's a placebo effect and, and maybe it's a look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good, pay good, live good, live good, die good situation. Shout out primetime. Uh, but I do believe it's going to up that type of stuff. But if Tom Brady hates it, greatest of all time, I hate it too. Zion, I just have to do that. But his reasoning behind it wasn't great, though. Like, he's saying people are going to be confused. Like, I played in high school, and obviously numbers are different with high school and the college level. But Zion. you can't say just, beca just because somebody is wearing Zion. number five as a linebacker. Zion, I don't, Zion, I don't have to bury you in your high school football dreams. But what <laughs> Please do. Tom said, bury him. Bury him. Zion, what Tom, said, what Tom said was you're going to see a lot of bad football. 
I assume you in high school because played a lot of, of bad football. <laughs> and same with the college <laughs> football did. team. There's probably a lot we of did, bad though. football that was played there. That's what I think Tom was talking about that potentially, but I don't I think this could yeah. be a big troll by Tom too, potentially long term. He's very good at the internet as well. Who also yeah, who doesn't like to see true. a fat guy in like number two or three, like just barreling over offensive linemen and sacking the quarterback in college? I think it's better look than you punters who have single digits. Well, I Ooh. if I was a fat guy who could barrel over an offensive lineman, I'd probably be one of the toughest humans to ever walk this earth. So no matter what I wear, I'm gonna look cool. <laughs> now when point. it comes to punters, Adam, you don't know this, but we would all absolutely dog walk you in a fight as well. But that I, is, <laughs> I'm not denying that either. I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not fighting with that either. It didn't sound like that was your tone there, but you're right. I, I think like the single digit on a a freak athlete is awesome to look at. I'm on your side here, Adam. I'm okay. on your side, Adam. Just just wanted to make sure it sounded Good like your tone was a little bit differently there. One later, I will smack you in the mouth. <laughs> Noted. You know what I mean? Noted. I'm joking. I'm joking. Pat, Adam, I would not. I love you. We're all That's good. We're joke. good here. Pat, you guys have so much fun. Like I said, I watch the show a lot. You guys, the thing that really set you guys apart in any anything you do, on, on anything you do, you guys have so much fun. So is there anything you miss about playing in the NFL? Or is there, are you just so past it? You have built yourself up. And you guys just have so much fun every single day talking sports, talking shit. Is it just like that kind of thing? Jobs, I'm very lucky that I have a crew around me that is all very like-minded. You know, the crew, yeah. we're all very like-minded. We, we have, you know, we've been very lucky to work with, with people and, you know, we have a tight crew and we've had a chance to work with obviously outside companies and everything. But the crew that I get to work with on a daily basis, we're all like-minded. We all are, uh, we like to work. You know, we all like to work. We all like to enjoy life. We all like to maybe find the things that are funny and have and positive as opposed to, and we all understand that we are way too stupid to be giving opinions on things that actually matter. Like we're sports stooges. Like we all understand that. Like that is kind of our lane in this whole thing. So I'm incredibly lucky to have a great team around me. So I don't miss like the locker room feel that a lot of guys have when they retire, they kind of miss out on that because I have a chance to have that with this. I don't really, I had to flip the switch and that's like such a football cliche thing. But when I retired, I had to flip the switch. If I wanted to be successful at all at the post football career, I had to go all in. And to do that, I had to not go to the field to kick any balls because I absolutely love doing that. Like I used to enjoy going into my backyard and kicking balls for hours and hours just as like a hobby. Like I enjoyed slaughtering footballs. It was a, it was a hobby that I enjoyed doing, put some music on, take some vitamins, go crush balls. I had to basically flip the switch completely on that because I didn't want to potentially get baited into going back into something that I feel like I had a pretty good run with. So for me, I flipped Mm -hmm. the switch completely. I dove all the way in. If I didn't have the crew around me, I'm not sure I would have been able to withstand the, the commitment to not going back. But right now, there's really nothing that would uh, kind of bait me out of doing this. I, I have, I've had the incredible fortune of having two of the coolest jobs of all time. Make it three now with the SmackDown commentator, yeah, yeah. and I'm just trying to enjoy it all, man. And I'll die someday, maybe soon, maybe long, and uh, I just want to enjoy the hell out of this life. I love that. I love that. We can tell that you're having a great time, and, and it's great to see. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Again, SmackDown Friday night. Eight seven central on Fox. chops. Get Mark the plug. Chops. <laughs> I got the plug in there. Mark just Mark literally just sent it to me. I'm getting the plug in. Pat, we have a segment called Clown of the Week. Will you do this one with us? Because we have a nominee, and I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the Vivian Lakers catfish story? No. What happened? I like this. I like Clown of the Week though. I like what, what? you guys are doing. You didn't see it. No, Let no, the no. youth explain. Was, Zion, you have the floor. Explain Zion, this. explain this one to Pat. Oh, we got him on video. Oh, I just got parts. Well, so <laughs> there was a, there's a, a famous kind of Lakers podcast uh, team duo. Uh, one of them was a, a woman, and uh, she had about 20,000 Twitter followers. Uh, so recently, um, I think uh, someone tried to shoot their shot. Like, she has her photo uh, so some basketball fan tried to shoot their shot at her and uh she declined and I think that's where uh it unraveled started, we'll say yeah, it, it started it, to it, unravel um and and she was exposed as a catfish 
And yeah, but 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 uh, the, also the backstory too is that she also has told people like she's suffering from like leukemia. Um, like she would Photoshop ball her head bald. Like people didn't understand, like know it was Photoshop initially. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So 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 the host was a catfish this entire time, or yes. Oh, really? So, so yes. portraying something that she was not. She was portraying a very different image than she actually was behind the scenes. She was a, a living, breathing catfish that actually had a podcast? Yes. Yes, and had a yes. voice, and her co-host had never met her in person, allegedly. Catfish and... Hall of Fame here, huh? This is, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and listen to this. Markeith Morris, like, she, had, yeah, she yeah, went yeah, missing so, at one point. Yeah, this, Markeith this was Morris the... was like, let's find her. Crazy. Yeah, this was the backstory that she went like oh. the, her co-host announced that she was missing, and like obviously with a lot oh, of Lakers gosh. fans are famous, uh, it got it kind of got blasted out. Markeith Morris shared the Lakers actually were about to get involved, um, so like it went viral that people were looking for her, bro. And, <laughs> bro. and then they found out like the person who took a, a who tried to shoot their shot, the crew around him found out. That she was a catfish. They started researching her photos, doing reverse search images, and they found the photos from other people. And it went nuts. And then what's crazy is when she got caught, she came back on Twitter and tried to post a video. And I guess she paid someone who looked like her. And she held up a card with her name and her name was spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so she deleted the account again. But yes, that is long the story short. We, story. we have a we have a clown of the week. Can you think of anybody better than that? <laughs> How do you top that shit? Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I think, like, I understand she probably, you know, manipulated a lot of people's feelings. After watching Nev, yes. you know, after watching Nev with that whole catfish thing, I think we all learned a lot about who's. I was almost had by catfish. Oh. I was almost had. Uh, I had a, uh, this was back whenever I was small on Twitter. I was a punter. Nobody really knew me. I wasn't a good enough punter to have the person follow me that it was, you know, allegedly, you know, and, and I had seen that this particular lady on Twitter uh, had had interactions with other professional athletes. Okay. But I had my suspicions the whole time, right? I was like, she should not be reaching out to me. This is not, I am nowhere near at a good self-awareness level on where I was in the uh, totem pole of life at this point And with what she was allegedly pitching. So I actually sent, she sent me a DM. She was allegedly uh, in Houston or whatever. And she said, next time you come to Houston, you got to come down. So we played Houston that next year. I didn't answer. Play Houston. We leave. She sends a DM afterwards saying, why didn't you hit me up next time you're in Houston? Okay. So I didn't answer. Did Still didn't answer. Go about yeah. my life. Next year, we're going to play Houston. Another DM comes. And it was at that moment, I had an entire epiphany. Epiphany? Epiphany. With a PH, though. A PH, epiphany. Yes. So I had an entire epiphany. I sent her a message and I told her, I said, when you write the book of you catfishing people, and I've seen your interactions with uh, insert name of professional athletes, I want you to have a chapter on me saying, you're fucking fake. And I had a send and uh, <laughs> I never heard from her again. But there was a chance I almost <laughs> fell down that rabbit hole if I would have had a couple beers maybe on the wrong evening. So, and then when Nev comes out, that can, and then obviously what happens with uh, old buddy at Notre Dame. I mean, it is a wild yeah, well, game out there. Can't be that can't be topped. It is a wild game out there, Adam. It is a wild <laughs> game out there. Can I ask you who the initials of the catfish were, though, out of curiosity? No, but she uh, of who was getting catfish or the person, the person who was trying, yeah, the person who, who uh, I'm sorry, the pretend person who the initial of the so, pretend person. I forget who it was. I I could look it back up because it actually the account ended up being on uh, the catfish show as one of a few accounts that this one oh, per, uh, yes. this one girl ran. So I I celebrated. Like I when I saw that yeah, catfish you pop episode, a of champagne. As you I was you like, pop I knew it. like I was so pumped, and it was, it was just strictly, it was just strictly because there was no way I was of high enough, whatever for that particular. It was like sociologically, this does not, this is not how this would play out. So that is how I. It wasn't the math wasn't mathing. The like, math wasn't mathing. There's no reason this should be happening. So you're definitely a fake. You're not going to get me shout out me write a page about it but she ended up on there and once you start hearing their stories it's like very sad too like you know no, what I mean? like they that? can go fuck themselves for that shit no they can get, they can get all the way the fuck out of here with these catfish assholes 
I agree, Adam, but I mean, they are miserable humans of existence. They Good, so, so they can fuck off for all eternity. <laughs> oh, Adam, calm down. Calm down, Adam. Honestly, you're going to be a shitty person. You can fuck off for all eternity. Adam, did you get catfish? No, I haven't Adam, catfish, did you get catfish? I mean, if you're an asshole of a person, just fuck off. Wait, but you asked him about the initials. Did, did, you, did you have your own catfish? I just, uh, the older you get, I get less tolerance for this bullshit. So that's all. Adam. Pat, we know you. I love oh, that mentality. Oh my god, I, I don't have it personally, <laughs> but I love the fact that you're just like I don't get, I don't give a fuck the old, about the how old they you get, feel. The, the people when they don't match your energy, it's just fuck off, Yo, out of here, just get the fuck out of here. It's, I have no, I have no room in this life for people that can't match your energy. And these catfish assholes literally can go fuck themselves for all eternity. <laughs> Amen. Hey, now that I think about it, you know what the hell with all of them. Adam, to hell with all <laughs> miserable assholes. Pat, we know you're we know you're super busy. So before we get you out of here, I'm a Browns fan. Zion's a Giants fan. Adam's a Jets fan. Who's having the best NFL draft? Who cares about the draft? I mean, who's gonna have the best season? <laughs> the Browns are for sure. I mean, the draft. I mean, who oh cares? well, thank you. We, no, I mean, no. I mean, but that's not even close. That's not even a question. Wait, we're gonna win our division. Though. The Giants. Oh, we're gonna win our division. Is at the NFC? Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got the best chance. As long as you get in. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter how that's you get in the playoffs. And I like that the Giants, by the way. Uh, Mara, I think, the owner, he came out and said, mm-hmm. I'm tired of having to tell people why we stink, basically. He said, so they started spending money. You know, I like Joe Judge. I like the Giants. The Jets, I don't think any of us have any clue. I mean, we're right back at square <laughs> one, right, on what the hell is going to happen there. It is a awful, terrible amateur franchise that will forever be pieces of garbage and <laughs> never get their shit together. So what's the point? Okay, by the way, Adam, makes sense why you feel the way you feel about a lot of things, I assume, because you are a Jets fan, actually. Adam. Exactly, yes. Okay, it Adam, you don't together, deserve yeah. it. Adam, you don't deserve what they've done to you, by the way. You're loyal fanhood. You do not deserve it. But I'm a big fan, Chops, and you know this. I like that Browns team a lot. Like, I, I like them a lot. Odell Beckham there coming back in there. Now, I know Saquon's back, too. That's huge. But Odell Beckham coming back to that Stefanski offense that seemed to kind of figure it out later in the year there, get a playoff win. The Browns are... Uh, and also, Andrew Barry is like an old friend of mine, your new GM. So I really like what they're doing. I think he's a, uh, a brilliant go. a brilliant man. We love it. We love to hear it, Pat. You we are... don't love to hear that. <laughs> hey, Giants going to yeah. win the East? Giants going to yeah, win the East? Yeah, Zion said they're winning the East. Win the NFC East, man. Pat, you are a legend. You do everything, and you're killing it. Thank you so much for this. I stink at, uh, there's a lot of things I try and I stink at, but there are some things I've been good at, which is good news. We don't see them. We don't see them, Pat. We don't see those. Foxy sees them, though. Foxy's sitting right here. He gets to see a lot of the things I attempt that I stink. You should see me swim. I stink. I am the worst swimmer of all. Bad. I go right to the bottom, dude. I I don't know how people float. There's a lot of things I'm terrible at that nobody gets to see, but I think I have a pretty good selection of things I attempt to success rate, so I appreciate you recognizing this. I hope this show continues to grow. You guys are awesome. Oh, we're going to Venmo you for that. Thank you. Yeah, you are the you are the legend. Thank don't you, Pat, it. so much. Don't do it. I'm grossly overpaid, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me, and uh, let me know when this is up and all that shit. Cheers, boys. Thank you, man. Sure. Thank you. Hey, Adam. Thank you. Adam. Yes. You know, if you get catfished now after this whole thing, <laughs> that's a real moment. You know, <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That's a real moment that will be talked about. It will. It definitely will. So I'll report back. Hey, to hell with all of them. Amen. All right, cheers. That was fun. Adam, are you sure you haven't been catfished before? Because you you were asking for initials of who catfished Pat. Uh, you you like you look a little I'll, t- I'll tell you guys off I'll tell you guys offline why I was interested. No, tell us right now. Give I'm, us the story. Give everybody the story. I can't. Hey, you've been cat- oh, so we're just story. gonna say you've been catfished. I haven't been catfished because I don't do any online shit like that. So that's that's completely fine. No, yeah, I don't have the profile of you two online. That's for goddamn sure. Mm-hmm. We know that All Young right. Zion's hollering at the baddies at 3 o'clock in the morning. All right. Let's not Chops, deflect anything. Plenty of followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not hollering at nobody. I ain't anywhere baddies, near the, your levels. I don't know what you're talking about. Bro. Okay? I'm the adult Whoa. here in the room. I, I do I do other shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. You were just asking media. Pat very specific questions about, about what was going on. Because so I, I had know. I had a quick little PTSD moment. That's why I was curious. Mm, that means you experienced P- something. No. But I was just... It, it, Offline. Just tell us. Tell us. I can't. Tell Listen, the world. So, so tell he won't the tell world. the story. He won't tell the story on the podcast. So everyone listening, you can assume 
Adam has been catfished. Just yeah, everybody just assume Adam's been catfished. That's which no, if he's I, not going to say the story, then then you've been catfished. I'm one million to actually. I'm going to up it to one billion percent. I've never been catfished. But when he mentioned the area and and this time in Houston and oh? other factors, something kind of oh, uh, peaked my uh, memory, if you will, jogged my memory. You was in a strip club in Houston. And, oh no, that's not a, that's not a story that actually happened. So no. All right, everybody. Take but no, to that. answer your original question, I've not been catfished. I doesn't sound like you haven't, so I don't know what to tell you. No. All right, Pat was awesome. Anything we got? We want to say before we wrap this up, guys? NFL draft week. Anything? Uh, anything? <clears throat> you didn't mention say? your boy Baker got an extension. Did he? The, they picked yeah. up the fifth year option. They extend him. Yes, oh. I'm sorry, not the extension. The fifth year option. Fifth yes. year option, normal. So yeah, when yeah. do they give him extension? Uh, maybe he'll tell us. Uh, oh, never mind. Oh, all right. On that note, we'll see you guys later. Have a good time. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Go leave those five-star reviews. Let us know who you want to hear on the show. We love y'all. Stay safe. Until next time. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh Dodd and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Sel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.